accepting this call to minister to men and to love on men at all cost is not a it's not a scary thing anymore yeah. it's yeah. a you love them and i'll love them through you mm-hmm. i'll take care of the rest Hey everyone, welcome back to the Three Crosses podcast. I'm Mark Campbell, pastor of men here at Three Crosses, and today's guest is a, is a man that I've been walking the earth with for over a dozen years. He's very close to me, my family, but more importantly, close to the Lord. And I know you're going to be blessed by um, what he's allowed the Lord to do through him and who he's becoming as he trusts God more and more each day. And without further ado, meet my friend, Kurt McKenzie. Hey, my name is Mark Campbell, and welcome back to the Three Crosses podcast. I'm a pastor here at Three Crosses. I serve our men, and that brings me to our next guest, one of my most favorite men walking the earth, Kurt Iceman McKenzie. Good day, my friend. Thank you, sir. What a great introduction. And you came from Turlock on a scooter. Yes, sir. A big scooter. (laughs) A scooter just the same. And you uh, have a whole thing in Turlock. I don't even know where to begin with you because I've known you so well. We met... 2007? 2007 at a dear friend's birthday party who was close to going home. Yeah. And later that year... He went home and re-engaged. We re-engaged back at that memorial. That's right. And his name's Rocky. Yeah. Great man. You grew up with him. Oh yes, sir. Think about him still. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. he ended up marrying my wife's cousin. Yeah. Great so that's lady. how we met. Great, Great lady. lady. And you actually were able to bring Rocky in the last days of his life into a relationship with the Lord. Yes, sir. In Eden Hospital. Yes. It was crazy. Um, I've known Rocky since fifth grade. And, of course, when I gave my life to the Lord, well, that's good for you, Kurt. You needed that because mm-hmm. Rocky's life was great. Rocky's mm-hmm. very intelligent, you know, just a great guy. But I and, needed And giving and loving yeah. and a great human being. Absolutely. Great human being. Didn't, quote, unquote, really need the Lord. Right, right. Until Out of his own mouth. Out of his own mouth. Yeah. But, of course, I needed him, and mm-hmm. we both knew that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. So... Um, on his deathbed, he said, will you come see me? And I said, you know, I will. And he paused and he said, bring your Bible. Wow. And in all the years of knowing him, he had never said that before. And, uh, and the rest is just comforting. Can't wait to see that brother again. Yep. Absolutely. And and he, um, how old was he when he passed? 47. So you were a testimony and ministered to him for 30 years? Yes, sir. I was, I was 28. Yeah. Yeah. That's a testimony yeah. for everybody listening to stay faithful. Yeah. And prayerful. He watched. He mm-hmm. watched how the Lord changed my life, even though I was still Kurt McKenzie. Mm-hmm. He was still wide, a wild man. wide open and sideways. But mm-hmm. um, God wired me that way. Mm-hmm. Took a long time to understand that. Mm-hmm. How do you... Who are you? Well... Um, I was a gypsy in the cable TV industry. We traveled around the world Mm -hmm. uh, climbing telephone poles, building cable TV. Um, I want my MTV. It used to be a fun... uh, People would come out and bring us sandwiches and invited us to dinner because, you know, we were bringing television to, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, 20-some states, Virgin Islands, Hawaii. We were really just gypsies Mm -hmm. with... No home. Everything we owned was in the mm-hmm. in the truck. Partying your way through. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, 
didn't know any other way. Basically lived from biker bar to biker bar because that's family. It's a, it's yeah. amazing how it's, a tribe. it's amazing how you're just welcomed in. You know, you got to play your cards right for yeah. the first few hours. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, once you're in, you're in. The brotherhood is amazing. Mm-hmm. So um and I really believe that that helped um as I began, especially um since you came into my life, um I never really fit in in the church. Mm-hmm. Um I, more of a rule breaker than a rule follower. More, I second that. And, and you know, not, not, not blatant, no, not disrespectful. No, no. Just no. Yeah, anyway, so I always felt like a a square peg going in a round hole mm-hmm. until we started getting together and we did Israel together mm-hmm. and and I really began to understand the person and personality of Christ mm-hmm. and that he he made us this way on purpose mm-hmm. and that. I just need to learn who and what he is so that I can better serve with however crazy he made me to be. Yeah, he wants to change our character, not uh, the way he made us. Well put. And he wants us to be completed. Well put. We are formed in his image, and then once he breathes life into us through his spirit, there's still work to do. Yeah. But but I, I don't know about how you felt about it, but I felt like when I started coming into a relationship with the Lord, I, all of who I was had to go. Gone. Absolute gone. And that's not that's not true. I was told put on this white shirt, tie up this this. You were tie. Huh? you fell into some really staunch staunch. Yes, sir. Put on this white shirt, tie this tie, don't get dirty, be good. Really? <laughs> well, I could put on the shirt, and other than that, I was <laughs> I was in trouble and it didn't feel good. But that's... but at the time I have to say at the time I did learn a discipline that I didn't it was have good for before. You. It, was it was very good for, good you for in that me. time in your faith. To be able to to mm-hmm. um, uh, submit, I guess, is a, is a decent word. Um, to be able to understand that the whole world doesn't go exactly the mm-hmm. way I think, and mm-hmm. that I need to step back and mm-hmm. go, oh, this is what. Certain types of guys, gang backgrounds, uh, thug, yes, street sir. backgrounds, they, 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 they need that, that discipline, yes, that sir. boundaries, the guardrails, yes, right, sir. wrong. And and that was good for you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Very much so. When and did you start to pop out of that? What happened? Um, I really believe that it was um, our first trip to Israel mm-hmm. to meet the person and personality of Christ on his own turf. Mm-hmm. It made the Bible a pop-up book. Mm-hmm. For the first time in my life, I realized that he came to save me. And not to change me, not to beat me up, not to not the big cop in the sky that mm-hmm. we always thought he mm-hmm. was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, surrender to us outlaws. Usually, surrender means you're going to lose something. Mm-hmm. If you surrender to the cops, you're going to jail. If you <laughs> surrender to the guy that has the knife in your back, you're going to lose your money. And so here we're told, surrender to Christ, and you know, we're afraid we're going to lose something, but. When you understand the person and personality of Christ by surrendering to Him, I've gained everything and stuff that I never had. Mm-hmm. Gained everything and more, if I may. Freedom, peace, peace, um, peace in my own skin, peace in a world that I still don't understand and mm-hmm. sometimes don't necessarily feel mm-hmm. like I fit in. Mm-hmm. But it's finally okay to be me. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's fun it, through Christ. It's yeah. okay to be me. Letting Him live His life through you, Absolutely. through your as a vessel. Good point. Yeah, my favorite tool in the world. You can ask anybody. I must have 
15, maybe 25 pairs of gloves. I love gloves. I have gloves that are thin for cool weather. I have thick gloves. I have work gloves. I have baby tender hands. Welding gloves. But you know, those gloves are useless until I put my hand in them. And so the old Kurt McKenzie was pretty worthless, useless, mm-hmm. not worthless, useless mm-hmm. in his own thinking. But as, as you allow Christ to put his hand into the tool, it man, gloves are invaluable. Everything it starts happening. Absolutely. Get stuff done. Biggest moment. Now, Kurt, you travel with me. A lot of people don't know. Every time I go, you go. Yes, sir. And we've become quite a little partnership there. And you're just such a, a great, strong presence. It's really something to watch a biker tatted sleeveless walking into Arab neighborhoods and coming into the kind of places and the people we come in contact and your hum- humility and your love and your grace is what they experience. It's pretty fun. It's really fun. It's really fun. So it's interesting that you say you really started to get um, worked out theologically your first time there. What was it? Was that when Tyler? Yes. We went with Tyler Scott. Yes, sir. And that's when you got coined the title, The Weeping Biker. Yes, sir. But what was the deal for you? What what happened there? What was the big moment, the big thing, the big... That was Topka. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the beach on the Sea of Galilee where Jesus had come back and he was on the... He had come back from the dead and, and was on the beach. He was actually cooking breakfast. I mean, how real does that get? Mm-hmm. Fishermen coming in from a long night. He's on the beach cooking breakfast, and uh, and everybody freaked out because he was there. Mm-hmm. And he said, go tell my disciples, because he wanted his boys to know. And he said, and Peter, who had denied him, ran from him, done a whole bunch of stuff wrong, and yet Jesus called him by name. And, and that day when you read that scripture, I actually heard, mm-hmm. tell my disciples, and Kurt. And it was just one of the most freeing accepting, yeah, mm-hmm. God knows even me, approved of even me as I was, took me as I am, now let's roll. Mm-hmm. Let's do this tribal thing. Mm-hmm. It's a big moment for you. Very And much. it happened on the beach. Now, he was cooking fish there, and that's when Peter swims ashore. Yep. And we read the text where he told the, his, uh, the girls, go tell the disciples and Peter. Yeah. On the beach there, you had a big moment with the Lord, Amen. and that's for the first time you felt... Like accepted or absolutely accepted. That's a that's a perfect word. Mm-hmm. Accepted, um, more than accepted, but no more orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, a, a, a sonship. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to put into words. But mm-hmm. for the first time in my life, it was okay to be me, just the way I was. Because mm-hmm. Jesus was gonna, we're gonna work it out. Sounds like. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like for the first time, you were really going to lean into the grace. Absolutely. Like nothing has to change. And I, I love you the way you are. That's that's real good. I don't. I really don't believe that I understood mm-hmm. even an inkling of grace until mm-hmm. that day. That mm-hmm. that began um, mm-hmm. the man a whole new journey mm-hmm. of it's okay to be you. Mm-hmm. Now let's. You know, work on the mind, the will, and emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's let's, let's work on the stuff. Let's, let's get you cleaned up. The stuff that we can, yeah, not and, on the outside. Yeah, on the inside. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, sure. Yeah. Well, now, my favorite verse in my life verse is Ephesians two ten, uh, where Paul from prison. Yeah. Reminds his dear friends that you've been made a masterpiece. Yes. A poetry, a, a one of a kind. Yeah. Created for great works yeah. that he has lined up for you before time began. Yeah. 
And I watch you live your life from that day forward. That's when I really got to know you those two weeks. Yes, sir. And I watch you. That's when I took my kids and wife and everybody. That yeah. was quite a little pilgrimage. Yes. Yes, that was. Yeah. And so what happened when you got back? What happened when you, when, I mean, everything started to change. Oh, absolutely. Um, Devoris ended up being final. Um, but there was a, there was an understanding that it was more of a, a release because it was out of, out of my hands. Yep. It was, um, um, I ended up, wasn't very much longer that I ended up in a different church. It mm -hmm. wasn't ended up very much longer. I ended up in a different, um, uh, a realm of the, of the, of ministry, if mm -hmm. you will. Yeah. Um, much more of a, I began to really get an understanding of servanthood. Mm -hmm. It was, I wanted to be able to share the love and acceptance of Christ. Um, you know, coming from a background where you thought he was the big cop in the sky and he was just out to get you mm -hmm. to go into, wait a minute, he loves me, created me just the way I am on purpose. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And 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 the freedom, hey, you guys, you got to, it's no different than, than getting a new car or a, or a new, you can't wait to, you know, share what's great's going on. And it just, it changed the whole dynamics of my life. Right. Um, Right, right. And that's that has a lot to do with why if you're going to Israel, I'm going to Israel too. Because it, it I mean, it constantly changes. Yeah. It's never the same. We're right. constantly growing. Even the sites. They're Re always growing. Remember, yeah. I used to tell you all the time, do I have to go to Bethlehem with yeah, you? Yeah, I had more fun in Bethlehem this time. This time was the best oh, ever. Oh my goodness, the the... The joy of the Lord met us there. Yep, that in, was a powerful day. Instead of, no baby Jesus yeah. for you. <laughs> we got thrown out of the church before. That was a, a great day of birth. Absolutely. Like, like, like people, certain kinds of people came alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and in the midst of turmoil. Mm -hmm. um, it's still just as crazy as ever there, mm -hmm. you know, people mm -hmm. pushing and people shoving and mm -hmm. wanting doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, mm -hmm. uh, God met us there like crazy in uh, quietly, mm -hmm. uh, peacefully in the midst of the craziness. Yep. It was, it's hard to put into words. It's hard. I, I don't think you can. No. Hey, uh, you come, I'm going to tell you what I saw and I want you to, to teach me. I want you to help me, um, figure out some things and help the people listening at home figure out some things because we're in a, a series about the life of Simon Peter. Okay. And he's one of my favorite guys. Amen. And you're a lot like Simon Peter as is Jimmy, as is, you know, yeah. you were, you had a thing going in the world. Yeah. You were successful laying cable. Yes, sir. And that's interesting that you were uh, the agent of distributing, uh, everything that the church in the 70s and 80s and 90s were running from, exactly. which is culture. Right. And you were laying in the, the sewer pipe that distributed culture to exactly. every bedroom. <laughs> exactly. And here God went, you're like, you're Matthew, you're the tax like, I see you, bro. I see it, and I can use I'm it. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that. And, yeah. and here you are today running a ministry, and I call it a body shop because see, it's Caesar's fire suppression office. Yes, sir. But there's hot rods and stuff all, and you're right down on the railroad tracks. Tell me that whole narrative, because if, if, you, if you're a male and you're listening to this podcast and you want to be delighted, go down on Tuesday nights, if you're not coming to Dust Patrol, because that's where the action is, Amen. Dust Patrol at Three Crosses. But if you're anywhere around the end of the world, you're going to stumble into a place called Turlock. Amen. <laughs> 
548 First Street. 548 First Street at 630. You got some ex-felons cooking street tacos on the sidewalk. Absolutely. And the community comes alive. Tell us about that. It's it's probably one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And um, we had, my wife and I had started a new going to a new church and we were only there a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and um, I had known the pastor. We rode together. We used to go have lunch and pray and, and a great guy never dreamed when I met him that I would be come alongside of him. And out of the blue one day he says, well, I, I what do you think about starting a men's Bible study? Well, and being the person I am without even thinking, it's like, yeah, we could do that. you know? And I pictured eight or 10 mm-hmm. old guys sitting around a round table with a hamburger we had just barbecued and, and, and God had a different idea. And so we started meeting together in Caesar's shop so that we made it a, a men's thing and not a, a church thing. Church is important. Right. Don't get me wrong. But it was a absolutely. It was a men's thing where you can mm-hmm. where you can let your hair down. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Biker's f- got a lot of hair, man. Yeah, and you're letting them all that <laughs> hair down. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so the food is very important. Um, it and it's not just the outlaws. It's been amazing. There's mm-hmm. sure there's a lot of outlaws, you know, mm-hmm. but we all need Jesus. The youngest young man is, I think he's 11, mm-hmm. and he loves reading the Word, and, mm-hmm. and he tells his dad he likes hanging around men mm-hmm. that, that love God. Mm-hmm. He calls us the crazy men that mm-hmm. love God. Mm-hmm. And um, I think our oldest gentleman, yeah, Mikey, yep. our oldest gentleman is 88. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever been in trouble in his life. Mm-hmm. And um, God has just absolutely opened up his eyes mm-hmm. Um that it's Jesus and not the church or the or the rules or mm-hmm. the the denominations, mm-hmm. if you will. But it's grace and it's mercy. A, it's a great first stop for a guy who's who would never think about walking into a Absolutely. church. And I've seen you point so many people to the church, but they meet you at Main Street. Yes, sir. they meet the Lord at Main Street. Yes, sir. And you say an outlaw? That's a biker. Um, uh, just. Anybody that kind of does their own thing, going, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, so it's not just bikers. Not just bikers. There's there's quite a few bikers there, um, but there's there's also a lot of ex ex gang members, uh-huh. a lot of a lot of ex just um, drug addicts, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, guys that struggled with everything from beating their wives to gambling. I mean, everything. Just men. I've been there. It's many unreal. Times. And so a whole bunch of diversity, ethnicity. Um, but I I'm think, just teaching the kiddies at home what an outlaw is. So I, that's just somebody that runs from the law, the, or or somebody that just has no respect whatsoever for the law. For the law. Yeah, yeah. Um, it becomes a way of life. Yeah. Um, it and becomes an ha- identity. Yeah. And now you have police officers driving by every Tuesday, and what yes, do they sir. do? Um, they they smile and wave. Yep. Um, and they know they see who's in there. Well. If you know the guys that are in our group every uh, Tuesday night, crime is way down in Turlock because they're all <laughs> hanging out with us. <laughs> now Caesar, it's his shop. Yes, now sir. what it, they called him? What he was? He was the the well. I knew him as the uh, as the Prince of Turlock. Uh huh. And um, he's Caesar is so sharp. He's a thinker and a planner, and mm-hmm. people wanted him around because he got things done. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the Outlaw world. Gang world. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and um, it's hard to think back because you meet Caesar now. Yeah. He's a teddy bear. He's love. He loves you the would, Lord. He serves the men. He's the sweetest yeah. man you ever met. He yeah. give you anything, anything that he owns. I mean, yep. it's just amazing. Yep. It's hard to believe when he's sharing his testimony. It's hard to believe that that was the man. 
Yeah. That that he allowed God to get a hold of him. Yeah. If the um, if he if the cops were called to something Caesar was involved in, what's was the story? The story I heard was that that they never dispatched less than three cars, and that each car should have two men in it each. Uh huh. Or they're not going. Or or don't go to Caesar's. Yep. Because and now they drive by on Tuesday nights. Everybody's in hundred. I was there at 100 men. Yeah. 80. Probably we 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 run between 40 and 70, yep. but you know on the special nights, yep. yeah, it's easy to have 100 guys. Yep. Um, and then the cops go by and they wave at yeah, Caesar. They wave. It's amazing. It's amazing. Simply amazing. How many years you been meeting? This is our 5th year. Yeah. Yeah. Um Thanksgiving will be our will be our 5th year. Here's what I love about that is God did that through you. Yes, sir. Through a masterpiece. I, I go and I watch you preach behind that pulpit in front of a Scarface poster. Yeah. And all these ex-felons and beautiful men leaning into who God is and what God has in plan for their life and, and into the redemption of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. And you lit up full of passion, full of love, full of emotion. And every time I go there, I go, a masterpiece. Amen. Where there is much forgiven, there is much love. And it's really amazing camaraderie. Most of the guys either know somebody or know of somebody already. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of guys that would step foot into church the first time probably wouldn't know from from the guys that we're talking about, right. myself included. Right. right. I what? mean, if if I was ever to step foot in church in Turlock first, nobody would have known me. Right. Ever. Right. The brotherhood begins right away. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, the funny story is, is I had a lot of guys that commute that come. So we started doing f- food, thinking it was IR, IR, excuse me, our idea mm-hmm. to feed them. And I'll tell you what, that was straight from the throne room of God. Because mm-hmm. we'll be fixing tacos or barbecue and hamburgers or whatever. Um, Jose makes some of the best mm-hmm. pozole. Oh, yep. my goodness. Um and the guys will be standing around, eat, especially the newer ones, and just eating and talking. Mm-hmm. And you can just watch the armor mm-hmm. fall off you around know? the meal. Men carry this. Yep. This. Yep. Don't get too near me. Mm-hmm. You know the, this attitude sometimes, and it just falls away around yep. food and yep. and laughter, and they're joking together. And and then when it comes time to sit down for the word. They're at peace. They're ready to hear. Yeah, you know, it, It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's in the atmosphere. I mean, you know, you you sitting with mufflers and rims. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, on my the pulpit. sidewalk, a train goes by. The cops are waving through the window. I mean, it's just it's it, just first it, century. My pulpit's made out of some chain and yeah. steel and an old crankshaft and, exactly. a, and, a, and a, a rim, metal yeah. rim. I mean, and here's what nobody would ever know about you is. So I'm going to tell it. You're an elder. In a church. Yes, sir. You love the church. Yes, sir. You, we've had the most beautiful conversations, cries, emotions, fits, and prayers over the church. Yes, sir. You love the church. I do. And you, and you strengthen, you, you serve in a worship team. What instrument do you play? I play guitar. Guitar. Loosely. <laughs> <laughs> Use the I feel term like loosely. you do everything loosely. Yeah. And, but here you go, it's got its limitations. Yes, sir. So let's go to the corner. Yes. Not in spite of, but in complimentary yes, of. Sir. Yes, and I sir. love that about you because a lot Absolutely. of guys 
we'll do a satellite ministry like that or go in lieu of, or like despite the church, right. you know, because the right. church is in everything, including what you're doing on Main Street has limitations. Yes, sir. Oh, absolutely. And God is doing so much through so many avenues of ministry, but it takes people um, trusting the fact that I am made in his image for bless, and I'm made to live in his blessing to become a blessing yes. so that the world will understand what good news looks like yes. in different contexts. And if he's not working in the biker world or the outlaw world, yeah. what what are we doing? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then look around all of where we're at in the East Bay here, all the kind of little um, tribes, subcultures yeah. that need to be introduced to the love and the grace and the freedom of God uh, yes, through right. a relationship with Christ. At their masterpiece level at their level because we're in all their different turf. masterpiece uh, absolutely yeah tell me absolutely. about joppa tell me about peter and joppa what, that was another big place for you yes sir um uh in the in the harbor where jonah ran from god mm -hmm. south of tel aviv what 75 yards mm -hmm. not even 100 yards mm -hmm. from there was simon the tanner's house mm -hmm. where peter got the vision um, to go mm -hmm. and let nothing that I say is clean be called unclean. Mm -hmm. And again, um, for a quote unquote outlaw or a gypsy to be called clean when we know in our, when mm -hmm. we look in the mirror, mm -hmm. we still see unclean, um, mighty revelation. Um, it's a, it's a command. <laughs> um, do not call unclean what I have called clean. And, and it, it resonates in the men's group, mm -hmm. you know. And it resonated in your life. How? I, I had it. Well, just the other day, I had a young man come to men's group, and he was, you know, he had had a few. And he said, you told me just come the way I am. And I said, you don't got to make excuses to me. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. You come as you are. Yeah. Because we're so afraid we have to get cleaned up right. to take a shower. Right, or right. we got to get better to mm -hmm. be, you know. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> come as you are. Mm -hmm. So I... You asked me a question. I kind of sidestepped. And That's good. I, I love sidestepping. Yeah. <laughs> what was the question? We do that. That's what I was going to ask. What was the question? <laughs> About the, uh, what happened in Joppa for you? Oh, so at Joppa was actually where... Um, so the Bible study was actually going. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it was going well because God does what he wants mm -hmm. in spite of us. Right. You know? Right. Um, but... There were guys that were beginning to call me Pastor Kurt, mm -hmm. and that just send mm -hmm. that chill down the back of your neck. That's no, don't I don't want that responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, well, if you think about it, if if men were listening to you, uh, I already had the responsibility. God had already was already doing it. <laughs> I don't have to ask your permission, Kurt. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, sitting in the pizza parlor in Joppa, just south of Pet Tel Aviv. Um, the revelation of Jonah, who was a man of God, loved the Lord, mm -hmm. um, ran, and not 75 yards from that, Peter accepted his call, going against everything. Can mm. you imagine how nope. he was hair-lipped when God <laughs> showed him all that stuff, take and eat? No, may it never be. Mm -hmm. I mean, his whole world was churned upside down. Mm -hmm. Um for me, it was okay, Kurt. You think you know about God? Let's let's <laughs> let me show you. But it was right there that God said, "You're gonna be like Jonah and run. Are you gonna accept what I've called clean, and you're gonna roll with that?" Mm -hmm. And um, 
course, the rest is history, or I wouldn't be sitting here. What did it What did it mean for you when you when you because it was you said it was twenty minutes before you even get words out. Yes, it was. What, you know, there was a. All my life, Jesus Christ wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. Um, God was was the authoritative, wanting to beat you up. Mm-hmm. And for me, the biggest thing for me is to make sure that people, no, no, God loves you. He loves you. Mm-hmm. I remember being told, um, God's watching. God's going to get you. He's watching. And then I realized, yeah, he's watching. But he's not watching to get me. Mm-hmm. He can't take his eyes off of me. <laughs> he can't take his eyes off of you. He 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 loves like watching yeah. our kids yeah. or our grandkids. Mm-hmm. He, we can't take our eyes off of them. Mm-hmm. Not because we're waiting to kick their tail, mm-hmm. but because we're in love with them. Mm-hmm. So that whole accepting this call to minister to men and to love on men at all cost is not a. It's not a scary thing anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. a. You love them. And I'll love them through you. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of the rest. And he has. And he has. It's just, it's been amazing. Yeah. And now you're in the middle of, um, well, in, in the middle of, you kind of joined the, the, the party. Yeah. It's as though God said, look, to you, let me not put words in your mouth, but let me, yeah. is, is this what you're saying? Absolutely. God's going, are you going to run like Jonah? I'm still going to love you. <laughs> not like so I can feed you to the sharks. Right. Are you going to run like Jonah? Or are you going to answer the call like Peter and join the party and get in on the and get in on the fun? Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's it's been a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to get bored easy. Um, I'll tell you what: when you're running <laughs> hot for God, we are not bored. I mean, yeah, yeah, we've been all over the world for God. All I over, mean, and you've been in you're planting churches now in a, in a tattoo shop in Jerusalem. Yeah. You're loving people in 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 uh, Bethlehem. Bethlehem. We got stuff going on in Bethlehem. It's yep. just amazing. You can't share a lot of it on the on the podcast because no, it's sir. yeah under all that stuff that's going on in Bethlehem. As long as um, Christ was walking the earth there in Bethlehem, it's been tremul- tr- chaotic. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And so anyway, so you're doing stuff over in the Middle East. You're doing stuff in Turlock on Main Street. You're doing stuff in a church as as an elder. And involved in merging two churches. Yeah. And what else are you involved in? Um, well, I have uh, I have the greatest wife mm-hmm. ever, and, yep, and Kelly. two two great daughters that keep you on your toes all mm-hmm. on their own, mm-hmm. and the grandkids. You know, we're, so we're involved. You know, very involved with them also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my kids always thought that money grew on trees, so we planted twenty six hundred almond trees in the <laughs> twenty acres around us. So we're staying busy in the. Uh-huh. Farming also. And Kelly owns a gym. And Kelly owns a gym. That's right. If you look at me, we should own a restaurant. But <laughs> she looks like she owns a gym. <laughs> Amen. You guys are just, it's just really been so fun in just the 12 years. Yes, sir. To watch you start to live in the blessing and then become a blessing. Yes, sir. And watch God just pour his blessing on not only you, not only your family, but all of Turlock through you and your efforts. Yes. And to imagine... That 12 years ago, you could have stood on that beach and said, mm, nope, yeah. I'll pass. Right. You imagine? Like, no, no, I'm the most blessed guy I know. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and it's not by me doing no. anything. No. It's just about being. Being, it's, being yeah. the masterpiece. Yeah, being part of that, that tribe. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, 
It's been one heck of a ride. I can't wait well, to see it. It's not over. You're, you're talking like it's your funeral. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not. just getting going. We got our next trip planned uh, January 6th through 20, 21. Yeah. Yeah. You're going with me? Absolutely. It just became official this morning. We've got, I know we've got people from Montana already. Mm -hmm. I think six, six people from Montana mm -hmm. already going. We have 15 um, already signed up from this community. No kidding. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's so exciting. Oh yeah. All um, good. Yeah. How do we pray for you, Kurt? Amen. What, what one way that uh, everybody listening could pray for you and hold up your ministry that they just got acquainted with? You know, um, it's, it sounds like an easy way out, but I'm wisdom to lead your people. Mm -hmm. Lord, what do you, what do you got next? Mm -hmm. What do you want? Mm -hmm. wisdom to wisdom. lead wisdom to lead his people i love you kurt mckenzie i'm glad you. to be walking the earth with you you remind me what god can do through somebody who just says okay amen i trust you and you allow the lord to live his life through you and i've met hundreds of people that have been blessed in deep ways by you who you are and who god is through you amen. so thank you amen thank you 